0: back to This Week in Film. It's week 51. Ooh, 51. Uh, this is the podcast where we get together every week and we talk about the, a movie we saw over the past week. Where we use the word week a lot. Uh, I'm <laughs> this P- Week P- in Film. This Week. I'm Nick <laughs> Uh Joined as always by Ray Radominke. Yes. And um, pretty soon... Matt, Matt V will be here
1: Matt's a little tardy <laughs> He'll be uh, reprimanded And he's running late
0: And um, the, he'll be here soon so It'll be it'll be awkward when he shows up We're awaiting his awkward entrance But we figured to uh, save us some time We would just go ahead and start the show um, You want to go first? Yeah, Mr. sure, Ray, I'll go first or? Yeah
1: Okay. Um, This week, I watched a film called Eye in the Sky, uh, directed by Gavin Hood, um, and starring Helen Mirren, Aaron Paul, and the late Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Uh, This is one of his last films before he uh, passed. Uh, And also, Burkhard Abdi. Do you know who that is? I do not. Take a a guess. No. (laughs) (laughs) He is... The Somalian pirate from Captain Phillips. Uh oh, he's. Okay. I am the captain now. Yeah, That's okay. Him. Guess what he plays in this film? Pirate. <laughs> a Somali. A Somali.
0: You know? <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> on land? Uh, on land? Yes. Branching out. <laughs> That's right. Um, did you know? Sorry, little little uh, uh side story here, please. For that movie, they just went to like. Apparently, Minnesota has a wide. Are uh, a big Somalian population, really? And they went to Minnesota, and they just looked for people who looked like they would be, like, creepy. Oh, right. Um, I guess for that movie, and that was the first movie he ever acted in.
0: Yeah, And I know that. Uh, I guess there's a uh story that the I'm um, the captain now. He made up, like, he improv that. Oh, really? On the set, and and blew Tom Hanks.
2: Out of the water <laughs> <laughs>
1: and, uh, um, Well I know that I Also too We're completely Getting off topic here um, Let's just that, talk about Captain Phillips right. That, that was great. the first time That Tom Hanks Had ever seen him before
0: Oh that scene Yeah
1: oh, Tom Hanks okay. had never met him And never seen him And they thought It would be best to I guess keep him away And then th- His natural reaction To seeing him Was that first time
0: Yeah that works That yeah. was That
1: was a very good movie yeah. I really, I really <laughs> liked Captain Phillips Captain Phillips <laughs> Which I did not want this week. <laughs> um, this movie, Eye in the Sky, was not as good as Captain Phillips. No. Um, it is a military drama um, about uh, drone warfare. Oh. So, it's kind of a complicated plot. There is... The movie takes place in a bunch of different... It, it bounces between a bunch of different locations. So, you have Helen Mirren, who is... I'm trying to think of what her t- what her title is in this movie. She's a, she's a colonel for the U- for the Un- United Kingdom military intelligence. Hmm. Um, so she's in a base in the UK, like underground, like one of those like bases where like you know you got the TVs everywhere. There's all kinds of people on computers. You know your your, your typical military base military op. Base, you know your scent, like yeah, yeah, like the place where like they're always searching for Jason Bourne, right? Yeah, everybody's okay. on the computers, like oh, you know what I mean, like that type of that type <laughs> yeah, of spot. Okay. Um, then you have Aaron Paul and his um, uh, his partner; they are drone pilots, and they're stationed in Las Vegas at an Air Force base in Las Vegas, mm. and they're flying a drone that is in Kenya. Okay. So basically, they're in Nevada. You know, with their controls and everything, big big screen. But the drone, the actual drone, is in Kenya.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then you have Alan Rickman, who his title is, he's a lieutenant general for the UK military, and he is in a boardroom with like all the UK, like the 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 all these like UK bigwigs that are overseeing this operation. And the operation is that they're trying to capture. This woman who is, uh, she's a U.S. citizen. Or no, she's not a U.S. citizen. She's a U.K. citizen who has defected to Kenya. Um, hmm. and Or not defected to Kenya. She's defected to a, like a, a, a terrorist organization. And she's been carrying out terrorist acts for the past couple of years. She's like number three on their list of like top targets. Mm-hmm. And the mission is to capture her. So the drone is up in the air. And they have people on the ground. Uh, the guy from Captain Phillips is one of those people working for them on the ground. Oh, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Okay. Um, Branching out. Right. So they have officers on the ground, and the plan is for the Kenyan military to raid this, raid this house. So basically, I'm, I'm kind of talking all over the place here, but sorry. So I'm following. There, there's a house in this Kenyan village that there's going to be a meeting and they're basically they're recruiting these two American defectors, and they're meeting them there, and apparently this woman is going to be there. They have the intelligence that this woman is going to be there. So the plan is for the drone to watch overhead, and for um, when the time is right, for the Kenyan military to snatch and grab this woman, capture her, bring her back to the UK. So everything's going accordingly. You're bouncing around all these different spots. You're kind of seeing how... Um, you know, each position works with the other position. How they communicate with each other it's, that part was kind of cool. Um, then, while they're watching this this house, they realize that they need to get inside because they can't ID this woman. She has like a a, a headdress over her head mm-hmm. when they when she was in the car on the way to the house. They were hoping to ID her when she got into the car before she gets over there. They can't ID her, so they realize that they have to go into the house. This is where the movie kind of starts getting a little far-fetched. Because now I don't know if this technology actually exists. No, maybe it does. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a military expert, but You're not? no, I'm not. Oh. Um, but I play one on TV. <laughs> uh uh the guy from Captain Phillips. Is on the ground, and they decide to have him operate this, like, fly-looking thing. It looks like a fly, but it actually has a camera on it. Like a fake bug? Like a fake bug, right. And he flies the fake bug into the house. Okay. (laughs) And, like, hangs up in, like, the rafters of the house. Mm -hmm. And is able to see everything that's going on in the house.
0: I was going to say, when before you started saying this, they fly the drone into the house, but it's wearing a disguise.
1: <laughs> Not quite, but almost. So, so yeah. So, he flies this thing into the house. He's basically sitting, like, outside the house because he has to be in close proximity to it. And he has, like, a phone, and he kind of looks like he's on his phone, but he's really flying this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what? When, once he gets in the house, they ID the woman. It is her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the mission is to go, to get her. But then... While they're in there and he's shooting all the different rooms, they realize that there is another room where uh, they're preparing to strap up suicide bombers oh. and take them to an undisclosed location. Right. So that immediately sets off a chain reaction where Helen Mirren is like, we got to blow this house up. Like, I don't care if the plan originally was to capture this woman, we need to blow it up because... These people are about to carry out a terrorist, you know, a terrorist act. Mm-hmm. It runs; she runs in a whole, you know, a rigmarole with like chain of command, people approving it. Um, this, when the, since the mission was originally set to capture, you can't just completely change it to kill. Right. You have to go through a whole sort of like chain of command of people who have to approve stuff. Uh, Alan Rickman wants to do it. Basically, it's the movie's so weird because everybody like wants to do it. Like everybody wants to to blow this house up. But the only thing that's stopping them is, like, the rules of engagement and, like, all, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then even after they get all that and they, uh, like, they get the approval, like, the uh, Secretary of Secretary of Defense for the United States has to approve it because, like, um, because the two other guys that are being recruited were U.S. citizens. So they need approval from the United States to kill U.S. citizens. Right. And... Uh, Alan Rickman's like, you don't need to, you don't need his approval, like, blah blah blah, like, we already had approval to carry out this mission, like, you don't need his approval, and they finally get in touch with him. He's at like a ping pong tournament in 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 China, <laughs> and they finally get in touch with him. He's like, why are you calling me? Like, you don't need my approval for this. He's like, yeah, blow the house up. Like, he's like, he doesn't this, care. This is stupid. Yeah, yeah. But then, right when you think, all right, they got approval to do this, a little wrinkle gets thrown in. There's a girl a young girl selling bread outside the house. Oh. So Aaron Paul is about to pull the trigger and to he blow this house up, and he sees the, the girl. And he's like, this changes everything. Even though he has no authority, he's just flying the drone. If they tell him to to, to blow it up, he should blow it up. He claims that now the... the uh, Um, what's the word? The the collateral damage now changes. Yeah. So now they need to go through the whole chain of command thing again. Mm -hmm. And it's just a bunch of, the movie's a bunch of arguing about what's right and what's wrong, which brings up, you know, points. I mean, these people are going to carry out a terrorist attack that's going to kill, you know, dozens, hundreds of people. Do you kill this girl to stop that? Or do you save the girl and then risk way more people dying? So that's like the biggest question of the movie. A lot of ethical, yeah, a lot of ethical stuff. Questions. Um, so it, so that part's interesting, and I mean, and I thought the acting was good. Aaron Paul, though, in the role that he's in, is kind of hard because even after Breaking Bad, it seems like he's kind of always played like a tough guy mm-hmm. ish, and he's kind of like a like like kind of I don't want to say like pussy, but he's. <laughs> He's just like like if you join the like he makes a comment at one point like why did he join the air force and he's like I graduated from college and I was broke and this was a job that was four years guaranteed pay. Just like well why are you flying this drone like shouldn't we get somebody else who's more qualified? So stuff like like I was nitpicking the movie a lot that the little fly that flies mm-hmm. in the uh, in the house I thought was a little far fetched. Um, the just the way that they the. The military reacts with each other. It was a little weird, and the chains of command, the whole thing, and everything. I mean, it just it just seemed a little bit it awful. It just seemed unreal. The movie seemed unrealistic to me. But you know, it's a movie. It's Hollywood. You know, you got to kind of take the good with the bad. So, um, so yeah. So it it's it, it's an interesting film. I, th- I thought it was very it's very well done in terms of like bouncing back between all the different uh, locations. Mm-hmm. It looks very good. Um, the whole drone, um, process is interesting. I didn't really know much about, like, how, I mean, they, they fly these drones, like, like I said, like, they're in Nevada, and they're flying this drone in Kenya, and it has the, it has the capacity to just blow up an entire, like, town. And it's, you know, it's carrying all these missiles, and most of the time, all it's used for is just for surveillance. Right. But at any time, if they want to, they can blow something up. Yeah. You just have to get, you know, approval from all these different places. Uh, the...
0: Thinking about it brings up a lot of interesting questions, um, but like you said, it, I mean, it just kind of sounds like here's modern war just mired in red tape, right? Um, which is just like listening to you talk about it sounds frustrating to listen to. Yeah. But um, imagine when you're watching it, you're supposed to put yourself in the, those, people's those people's positions. Shoes, yeah. And if you think about wars of the past um one you wouldn't have a situation where you're flying a robot bug but um oh <laughs> well, you never like i said you never know maybe they do have that technology the, the people who would be making those decisions are the soldiers who were there right um but now with modern technology um the battlefield exists right in front of the people who make you know like the the higher higher ups right where The decisions that they made aren't, uh, specifically about the mission, but more about what, what are the ramifications of this politically tomorrow kind of a thing.
1: And they bring, bring that up too, like, um, in military, like the one guy from the the British government, he's like militarily it's right to kill this girl. Right. But politically it's wrong. Right. He's like, so uh, I
0: need to, well, like you said, that argument is, is one life worth 15 kind of a thing. Exactly. But um, that's cool. That's a lot of interesting questions. Um, and then the conflict with, with Aaron Paul where uh, in the old days, like if somebody was flying a fighter jet when they're above the battlefield, literally, they'd have to make that decision in that call. Right. Whereas now you have someone flying it in front of a computer with their boss standing behind them saying, just pull the trigger. Right kind of a thing. Or they can reach over your shoulder and push the button.
1: Right, true. Kind yeah.
0: of a thing. So, that doesn't
1: happen in this movie. But, um, spoiler alert. But something does happen. I'm not going to ruin the end, but something does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and the trickle down from that, you're, you're shown too. So, yeah. Uh, it, it It's very interesting. I It was one of those movies where, like, um, it always used to pop up on my, uh, my Amazon. I, I watched on Amazon Prime. It always used to pop up on my Amazon Prime like recommended movies. And, like, you like kind of like know already know what it's about and like know what's going to happen and like don't want to have to go through don't, it. and that's yeah. kind of what it happened and like I watched it and I was like all right that was okay but it's exactly what I expected it to be like yeah nothing it didn't wow me at all but uh but no it's not a bad movie at all it's it's good it's definitely interesting if you ha- it's not long either it's about an hour and a half so if you have you know that time and you want to watch something that's that's interesting if you're into military stuff yeah I definitely recommend it all right awesome
0: yeah I kind of want to check it out now um. Based on all that. But, um, I agree with you about the Aaron Paul. Like, I haven't seen Breaking Bad yet. I know. But, um... Oh, okay. I well, know. then you don't even have that then. Well, no, but, like, I know... Like, I've seen, like, all the things right. from it. You know, like, I know that he works with Brian Cranston and, you know, they're, they're bad guys and whatnot. But, um... It seems like he makes poor movie decisions for the most part. Yeah, like like he, I feel like his goodwill is
1: starting to run out. Oh, a definitely. Bit. And and he's really not even like,
0: he's, oh,
1: oh, 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 oh boy, look who's here. He's really not. He's he not the star. Of this. Finger guns. He's not the star of this movie at all. Like Helen Mirren is the star of this movie. Oh, really? And Aaron Paul is definitely a supporting character. And I think I feel like with his rise to fame with Breaking the, Bad. I'm going to open the... Yeah, like you said, he definitely could have made opening the some better career door. choices than uh, Eye in the Sky and what was that, the other A Need for Speed.
0: Yeah. Which is a movie I don't think anybody watched. Yeah.
2: What, Aaron Paul? Yeah. I like watched talking Need about for Eye Speed? in the Sky. Oh. Which you,
1: I think you saw,
2: right? I saw Eye in the Sky. Matt's here, everybody. Hey! Hey, Matt. How's it going? <laughs> you know, it ups and downs, strikes and gutters. <laughs> <laughs> um...
0: Yeah, so Ray was just wrapping up our very uh, insightful conversation about military intelligence and bureaucratic red tape.
2: Oh, all right. So,
1: uh, yeah, Eye in the Sky. Uh, you have it, anything, you did, nothing to anything to add? Uh, I didn't like it. Okay. Uh,
2: I found it to be uh, boring. And uh, uh, as Aaron Paul's character is very much in the char- in the movie, I myself was also very uninvolved. <laughs> uh
0: What's interesting is, like, hearing you describe it, it feels like a modern Hunt for Red October, where, like, where, like you have all these different like governments thoughts, communicating yeah. with each other, trying to solve one thing, but it sounds like it just doesn't work the same it's, way. It's,
1: it's just, like, like I said, like, you, you see the trailer for the movie, and you're like, all right, I got it. And then, like, you watch it, and you're like, yep, that's what I thought I was. You know what I mean? Like, it just didn't... Yeah, There was nothing special about it.
2: But I mean, it, like was, that's, it. Yeah, that was my, my big thing with the movie. I... Went to the theater and, and saw that movie because oh, I okay. got nothing to do oh. most days, uh, and lacking a friend. If you guys want to be friends, please hit me up on uh, <laughs> my Facebook page. But I'll uh, have his email address. So yeah, <laughs> hit me up. But uh, yeah, the movie itself I, I found to be just really it was lackluster, and you the everything that happens, they hit all the plot points in the preview, and yeah. they don't really deviate from that. Uh, all right, so just watch the trailer. Yeah. The best character in the whole movie <laughs> the two I thought, minutes long was the guy from uh the Tom Hanks movie, Captain Yeah, that was the best character in the whole movie. Yeah, well he's
1: on the ground, so he's got he's got like, the most interesting role. Everybody else is just at you know
2: yeah, they are they in front of TVs like, disconnected. Controlling or yeah. like like flying a drone. It's, you know, it's like, oh that's not really that exciting. He's sweating a lot and got his finger on the trigger the whole movie, and you're wondering if he's gonna pull it. Like, all right, well, do I even care if he does? Well, you have to you have to watch the movie and find out yeah. if you care. What do you think the best Aaron Paul movie?
1: We're just, we're we were just we were just talking about how like he 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 hit hit gold with Breaking Bad.
2: I really liked. Uh, did either one of you guys see Hellion?
1: No, I know what you're talking about that no. movie.
2: Very good, uh, but
1: but he's made some like really weird like choices. Yeah, like like when when you're on a big TV show like that, you have like five years. Yeah, to really like. Make your mark, and like he's really not picking good movies.
2: Oh, he was in the like the Gods and Kings movie that Exodus Gods and Kings. Yeah,
1: Oh, I, I didn't think know was that. A small role in that too. He's he's like he's like a he's like a bit character in all these m- movies. I
2: really he he was uh, a bit character in Triple Nine too. Did you guys yeah, see that movie? Yeah,
1: I like that a lot. Yeah, I didn't see that. No, I really I like his
2: new show, The Path, though.
1: Oh, big I haven't. F- big I haven't fan seen that of that yet. show. That's on Hulu, right?
0: Yeah, oh, watch
2: Apple. the. Yeah, I'll give him my login. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> if You want
0: Matt's Hulu login? Yeah. Emails. Send me an
2: email. Send me an email. I
0: think it's three or four episodes back. <laughs> yeah. Gave away his Netflix <laughs> account for <laughs> yeah. a couple of weeks. Yeah.
2: You know, give away my friendship for free too. <laughs> you guys want to right. not, Let's
0: not get creepier. Oh man. Go out on a date. Get a firm handshake. <laughs> yeah,
2: firm handshake and uh, you know, stutter. <laughs> the. <laughs> Uh well
0: I this week watched uh, Monsters Inc. Oh, no oh, classic. Um it's not my first time seeing it. Um but it it's the latest time that I've seen it. Um if you're unaware, it stars Billy Crystal and John Goodman as Monsters. Mike Wazowski? Mike Wazowski yeah. and Sully, the Polish, the Polish uh monster. <laughs> the one I <I'd, laughs> Uh, It's directed by Pete Docter and two others, according to IMDb. (laughs) It's a Pixar movie, so there's a lot of hands in it. Uh, But um, Billy Crystal and John Goodman play monsters who work for a corporation in a world where screams, children's screams power their city.
2: Yeah, like the electrical grid.
0: Yeah. And... um, Basically, they, they work as they scare children, you know, every night they scare child after child after child. And, um, eventually you find out that there's a energy crisis going on where children aren't as scared as they used to be. And, um, a human child gets lost in the monster world. And then that's where the movie really picks up. Kind of, kind of like that. One thing that I really wanted to bring up that, uh, the latest time that I watched it is, uh, I have a feeling that this movie takes place in the early 1960s. Oh, interesting.
2: Interesting.
0: Um, because all the digital displays in the movie, like the numerical digital displays are all these, um, I don't know if you ever heard of a Nixie tube, No, but it's like the vacuum tube with like the old fashioned digital numbers in it. They look cool if you've seen them. They have like that nineteen sixties, late fifties look to them.
2: This week in tech history.
0: Right. <laughs> it's this other show that I'm doing. But I, I think Nixie tubes are really cool and they're like kind of like hipster-ish, uh fashionable right now. They're kind of making a comeback. You, um <laughs> yeah. they're um they're like this pre digital t- technology, but it's still Digital. I don't know. They look awesome. Look them up, Nixie Tubes. You'll see them and you'll recognize it. Um, anyway. I'm looking it up right now. Okay. Yeah. But so um my other clues about this are all the children in the movie all have like old-fashioned toys. Nobody in the in it has like phones or, or any like modern like stuff. All the TVs are old and small, like those old style. 4 by 3 like from Back to the Future kind of a TV. I've never seen anything like this before. This Nixie really? Tube
1: thing, are you
2: looking at the same thing I am as yeah. this, this? Yeah.
0: Or It's like counting down? Yeah, those things, like the old style, like yeah, sci-fi.
1: I've never seen these before.
0: They're just like a digital thing. They're very, they're cool. <laughs> if you <laughs> say so. Great they're for ra- cool. They're great for radio. Yeah, nobody can let see me describe talking. this <laughs> picture poorly to you. Um... But uh, they're they're really cool, and all the cool kids like them.
2: Wait, so is this the clock? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm confused as to what the function. It's a clock. It's a clock. It's a touch of a clock. And apparently, oh. apparently, it was
1: it was popular back in the '60s. Back in the and '60s, they're abundant right. in this movie. So Nick is saying that. Right.
0: Well, like in addition to like the style of the decoration, at one point they walk through their neighborhood and it's got like that old-timey Brooklyn kind of feel with like the neighborhood grocer who's hey, you know, kids playing jump rope in the streets. Um, Anyway, just a bunch of little clues like that. Um, But in addition to that, uh, the sequel to Monsters, Inc., uh, Monsters University is really a a prequel. It takes place like 10 or 15 years before um, the events in this movie, and it has that real... 1940s kind of college feel where where they're like at Harvard that nobody has a TV in any of their dorm rooms. And Everybody's like wearing
1: that. like the, the sweaters with like the letters. Yeah, on exactly. Them and stuff like yeah. That. Yeah.
0: It's like an old, it's like a throwback kind of movie, but like they never emphasize it or even discuss it at all. It's just here. Here's the time period that this movie takes place
2: in. It's like a sock hop.
0: Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. I don't know. I thought it was interesting.
1: No, that's, that's an interesting
0: point. Um, I and I looked online for a few things like that. And I didn't really see anything about it, so I figured I would point it out. Oh, and I want to point out, um, you know, in the movie where they slide their their card, and yeah, all the other doors down. Uh, a guy we work with, Stretch, pointed out that those numbers that pop up are the birth dates of the animators' childrens.
1: Oh, that's a little Easter a cool little Easter egg, neat
0: little thing.
2: How did he know that?
0: He he knows he, know, a lot he knows weird lots things. of things. Um, but that's, uh, there's a bunch of little facts that I could go into about it that I read on the <laughs> IMDb trivia page, but I will save us all <laughs> from it because I'm sure I'm going to have to watch Monsters, Inc. again. and I'll bring it up later.
2: All right. I One tidbit from that movie that I know from the, uh, the from watching The 20. The, 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 the 20 years. Nope. You get to the movie twenty minutes early, and they they show the. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Is that Billy Crystal turned down the
0: role of uh, Woody? That was literally what I was about to start talking about, oh. but I chose not to. <laughs> oh,
2: I'll stop right there. No, well, Billy Crystal now.
0: turned
1: down Woody. Yeah, because
0: he didn't I, like the script at first, and he didn't realize what they were what they were going for with the computer animated movie. Yeah, and he calls it one of the big regrets in his life is is turning that down.
2: Tom Hanks got it. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Tom Hanks, who was yeah. in
0: Captain Phillips.
1: I'm the captain now.
0: Yeah. So Matt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, where bring do us, we go from bring here? Us home. Bring us home, Matt. What do you got? Man, I've uh, this little this little gem that I saw this week. It was called Victoria.
0: Now this is a movie I was interested in seeing, but I have not yet.
2: It is on Netflix again. Guess what? Round two, you guys want my Netflix account to watch this movie? <laughs> Email me, Matthew at gmail.com. Uh anyway, this film. There still, it is. There it is. There it device. Device. He's offering I'll his be Hulu. My Hulu. Hulu account. Yeah. Yeah. Hit me up. Uh, Free
0: Hulu and Netflix. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, so this movie uh, came out last year in 2015. Uh, the entire movie. I, I was really interested in this movie, not from like the story. Like I didn't know about it anything about this movie other than the fact that the whole thing is shot in one take, and I found that to be extremely interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, if you look on, if you look it up, there's only been a five or six movies. I think it's like less than ten that have been shot in one take. Russian Ark is one. Yeah, Birdman is not one. Right, Birdman is not one. There's
1: a lot of tricks in Birdman. A
2: tricks. Rope is not one. A lot of uh, tricks in that Marvel one X. too. But this movie is shot all in one take, and it is. It was, I didn't watch anything about the making of, but this movie looks like there's a ton of improv, uh, like improvising the scenes. Uh, what is it about? Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Geez. Wow. The, actually the story is pretty good. Uh, it is about a young Spanish woman uh, who has just moved to Berlin and uh, she encounters four men one night after clubbing and so I've be, seen a
0: lot of movies like this that are all one take.
2: So this movie, <laughs> oh my God. Your
0: eyebrows were appropriate.
2: Well, uh, well it's not like, there's, there's no scenes like that in this film. Um, you're laughing hysterically up there. Yeah, they're called news conferences. So I'm, should I spoil this movie did, a little that bit? That or? terrible. Uh, I don't what do you guys think? Go yeah. ahead, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, all right, cool. Spoiler alert. Here we go, spoiler, spoiler. spoiler alert.
0: Spoiler alert. coming oh, yeah. in.
2: All right, so is her name Victoria? Her name is Victoria. Right. How'd you guess? Uh, the movie is directed by Sebastian Janikowski. Shipper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sebastian Janikowski of the Oakland Raiders has made a movie. Uh,
1: First, Sebastian it popped into my head.
2: <laughs> but I have to say, one big thing about this movie that I loved was, was the fact that I I don't recognize any of these actors from anything. And is it foreign or is it? Yeah, it's a. I believe it's a German movie. So the movie has got German subtitles. They speak English in the movie a lot. Uh, you know
1: a lot of German actors.
2: No, I mean I've know the one who was in uh, Inglorious Bastards. All those guys. <laughs> uh. Anyway, so okay. the movie is about a Spanish girl named Victoria who moves to Berlin, uh, and works in a cafe as a uh, as like a manager. She doesn't speak German. So when she meets these guys, they're speaking German to each other the entire time. And she has no idea what they're saying. Uh, So they're living in Berlin, like I said. Uh, They leave a uh, bar around like 4 o'clock in the morning. The whole thing takes place over the course of like 2 or 3 hours. It's like a real-time kind of of gig. But long story short, uh, the four guys, one of them had been in prison... And I mean, there's a lot of like bouncing around between this before the story gets to this. But one of the guys had been in prison. And in prison he was protected by someone and now he's out and he has got to pay the price of having been protected in prison. And they are all kind of have to go to this meet where these gangsters tell them you have to rob a certain bank of $50,000, give us $10,000 and you guys keep the rest and we'll Sorry. Otherwise, we'll hold this girl hostage. So this girl is basically throughout the course of the movie just puts herself in weird situations and make ter- she just makes like terrible choices. But oh, it is like white girl. Yeah, but it is mm. it is um it, it very much like does feel like white girl at the end uh, because she seems to just go back to her life and she's really only been hanging with these gangsters. What not like gangsters these guys for like a night. Uh, but the it is interesting because none of these guys really consider themselves to be gangsters and like hardasses. They're they none of them want to rob this bank. They do it. They get away with it for a little bit. Then there's a, sh- a shootout with the police. Uh, her and like her main, I guess his name's Sunny. Her and the main guy, uh, ma- male character, they get away and they go to a hotel where he eventually dies from a gunshot wound. Uh, and then she just, yeah. And she just leaves all the other male actors in the movie also die. They all just go out in epic battles with the police with like, like gunfights and all this is one long take and it is freaking amazing to watch. Uh, I, I don't know. The whole thing feels like one choreographed ballet, even though most of the shots are, it feels like shoulder cam. It's hmm. not shot with like a movie or like a, you know, like a, a three axis gimbal or a steady cam. So it's a lot of, it's very choppy and confusing. So a lot of handheld. Yeah, a lot of handheld. Shaky, so, man. so it's very, like it, there's like a lot of confusing. The style is very confusing as is the story. It really plays into it. I, I like that a lot. There's a lot of different colors in, in, in this movie. It is, it is very good. I, uh, I was very surprised. I thought the movie was going to be very boring. I thought it was going to be like a, a sappy love story. Uh again I knew nothing about the story going into this. I just saw it on Netflix and googled it and saw it was all shot one take and that really interested me. And you guys should all check it out. It is very good. It's it's one of the better technical movies I've seen in a long time. And the acting is pretty good. I have to okay. say the the female lead is she's very good. You Ray you'd love her. She's way better than the girl from Homeland. Uh, <laughs> acting wise and also uh
0: I thought the Homeland girl did a
2: tremendous job. I I thought she was fantastic. Ray has Nick, a big problem with Nick. It. Still can't stop thinking. Can't about stop white thinking girl. about yeah. one girl. I tell you, this movie is this movie is like White Girl in the fact that I can't get it off my brain. It is embedded in there. These like shot sequences, the the what is going on like on these characters. I keep wanting to put myself in the uh, mindset of these characters who, are, maybe some of them are getting violently sick. Uh, because they don't want to rob this bank, yeah. so I, I'm not gonna drag this out. But yeah, everyone check this movie out if you guys want to watch it. You know, feel free. Maybe we'll talk about it again later.
0: Um, Email Matt for the Netflix.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Just one quick thing. I do feel like sometimes um, with a movie like this, with the one take thing, like uh, Birdman comes to mind. I mean, even though that wasn't wasn't shot with one take, but they tried to. Make the illusion that it was mm. that that can become distracting. Um, if you, especially if you know before going in, because yeah. all you're worrying about is that, and you're not really paying attention to um, the story or what's going on with the actors. Like for Birdman, like uh, Birdman's an awesome movie, and when I saw it the first time, I all I was looking for was how they were making this one take, yeah, or how they were getting through this it was only after the second time that i watched it that i really appreciated the movie for what the movie was um so i feel like sometimes with these with the i don't want to call it a gimmick um i guess it kind of is a gimmick cuz you're you're letting everybody know that you did something
2: you almost you, like you almost accomplished the impossible
1: right um yeah so i do feel like that sometimes can take away from the movie
2: it can it can take away from the from the plot it makes it um, I, I understand what you're saying it it it's a makes distraction. It, from it's definitely the movie, a distraction, so. yeah, and the movie kind of becomes like a character of itself and that right. yeah, this didn't have that because they really they very much set up the shots, and the camera just kind of sits still. The camera's not constantly moving. So when they set these shots up, they're they're talking, and then the cameras just kind of spinning back and forth between the characters. So you don't really notice for a good portion of the movie that it's one take and I kind of forgot all about it to be honest with you. Well yeah well, that well that's good then.
1: Yeah. Like for ex- example would be like there's a lot of movies that have long not the movie's not shot in one take, but they have long like takes in Children,
2: and Men children of Men comes to mind.
1: Children of Men comes to mind, which apparently Three that wasn't
2: massive long takes that are phenomenal. Right. Yeah.
1: Um but that that's one of those things where like I didn't notice it at first. Yeah. And then I had some somebody had to tell me, did you realize that scene was one take, and I'm like, "Yeah, no, I, never, I, didn't. I didn't realize then, that either." And yeah. then you go back and watch it, and like, "This is incredible." And that that's the type of thing. It's it's all, it would almost be like you would have to watch this movie. Like we ruined it for everybody who's listening, but like you have to see it and not know that. And yeah. how long
2: would it take you?
0: Yeah, before you, before realize. you there, realized
2: it. There's another movie I just saw on Netflix called Too Late, which is really good, except for the main character. Uh, I think John Hawks is the main character. Sings like a country song. But the movie is three—it's three long takes, and it's three different portions of the story. It's very very much like a Tarantino style in the story structure, and it feels like a P.T. Anderson movie because, like, they're—it's crazy, like, long—like, these crazy, like, long, sweeping takes, right. but it it becomes very—like, they— it harms like the, the the end of the movie. The last like twenty five minutes of that of, of that movie, you're just like, they didn't have to do this. They could if they cut away, this would be way more interesting. Or you yeah. just like it feels like it's wasting right. time. Like you're watching people just walk for five minutes. Yeah. Just to get you to the next Yeah. Here they part of the movie. In this movie, yeah. these characters talk the entire time. Constantly the entire time. And it's never boring. It it very much feels like like real life, where they're. Is that our uh,
1: it's one of our fans. All right, hey, hey,
2: uh, hey, John! Hey.
0: I thought they wouldn't show up this week, but there they are.
2: Yeah. He's stalking us again. Anyway, yeah, the uh, they the, these characters they they talk constantly, and the movie almost like you you feel like another character, like you feel like like you're there hanging out with these people. You yeah, know, like that's really cool. Yeah, it's interesting.
0: I feel the same way about a, a found footage movie. Right. Where they're constantly trying to come up with a reason for why the camera is still on, right? And then as a viewer, you're like, why wouldn't you just turn the camera off? Yeah, it's like right. you know, like like, from- like I'm now I'm out of the movie because
1: the new uh, the new Blair Witch did a did a cool thing with that
2: they made the cam they made the cameras uh, attached to uh, was it glasses or I don't know because I I almost watched that this week and I was going to talk about it but I didn't um, know if you had already watched it
1: I. I liked it. I, I, I mean, it. it's if if you saw the first one, it's a lot like the first one, like a lot, like it's almost like an homage to the first one, mm. rather than being a sequel. But they, I, I forget if it's if it's cameras on the glasses, they're not holding the cameras, so it kind of gives a little more of an excuse. To, they're not like picking up a cam- like when there's something right, shitty happens and yeah, okay. like oh let's grab the camera and run like they're already they're always turned on, right. and they're always so that they kind of like. I and thought, it's thought pointed cool. where they're looking. Right, exactly. The so I'm Say cool. what you
2: will, about, about the first Blair which I still to this day think that if, when the last part, like the camera gets knocked over in the very end of that movie, spoiler alert, I mean the movie's 20 years old, <laughs> that if you would have just saw, like, feet, floating feet, like, pointed to the ground, go across, like, across the camera, that would have made the movie a thousand times better. I, I, oh, I, I disagree. I like oh, the movie. I, that movie scared the crap out of me. That then, movie yeah. was terrifying, but... Oh, yeah, I, I, I was still think to like they never,
1: <laughs> never
2: <laughs> and, seeing the witch was, and the new one. The, the new one never seeing the
1: witch was perfect, right? And the I new one scared me, scared me too. I I, I, I not seen the new one. I mean, a lot of won. people had problems with. I know Charlie. You know, used to no. be on the show. He didn't. He wasn't a of it. <laughs> um, published author. <laughs> so yeah, uh, published
2: author. But no. an ascot.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you want to watch that, <laughs> watch that next week. We'll talk. I'll talk about it. All
2: right. All right.
0: I'll try to watch it too. All right, yeah, let's do it. Um, uh, for I those of you movie. who don't know, um, the episodes of this show might slow down in the next couple weeks. We're we're going to try to keep putting them out, but um, my wife is going to be having uh, twins. Yay! Yay!
2: Um, any Band minute, Fair.
0: any minute now. Um, so if if we don't show up for a week. Sorry Yeah Nick's um, kids are gonna Ruin the podcast I'm a little busy We're trying to bank A couple of episodes uh, Here and there But um, finding the time Is a little difficult But um, yeah, We'll try to watch Blair Witch For next week how, how much time we got We got some time fellas
2: We had a question Last week on my Facebook page No we didn't I know
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: That was That was you apparently It was
2: still Me no.
0: Um, would you like to ask that question for question. for this coming week? Because yeah. We didn't have one last week.
2: I think it's a good question. Okay. Do you want Did you see the question, Ray? No, I didn't. I would like to hear no.
0: it. Oh. Doesn't sound like we're stalling at all.
2: No. no. So it says, uh, "I just ask the question and get away from the." Just ask the goddamn question. My God, Jesus, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Low blood ask sugar. The question on the that you wrote on your own
0: page through someone else's profile. <laughs> What do you and do you skip bailus?
2: Nor deny that happened,
0: and not and not put it on the this week in film Facebook. It says,
2: page. Uh, "Why do movies that take place in different countries always use actors with British accents? I.e., and he wrote Leslie Mizraab. You wrote so lay um, Les Lay Miserables? Les Miserables. Uh, Gladiator, Miz. Did the you fans just out misread there. your own? No, plan. he wrote Leslie Miserob. <laughs> yeah, you did. I, did. I did not write that. Gladiator three hundred, etc.
1: I can answer this question very easily.
2: Thanks. Keep up the great work, Brighton Cassell from Orlando, Florida. Ooh, Brighton Cassell.
1: Oh, interesting.
2: <laughs> um, sounds like the name of a winner. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so simple, simple, simple thing. So, like, if it's an American movie. What, are you going to have it in subtitles? People don't like subtitles. I don't mind subtitles, but most people don't like them. Mm-hmm. So you can't have a movie in subtitles. What's the best way to make foreigners seem like they're foreign? Give them accents.
2: You can't, yeah, but you, like Mans Rob takes place. They're all French.
1: Yeah, but it's an American movie. People don't want to read subtitles.
2: You can't just have them speak with French accents?
1: You're going to get Russell
0: Crowe to speak with a French accent? You can't even <laughs> get him to sing. <laughs> He's an actor. I
2: don't, I don't it's what, hard you?
1: enough to, to get one person to speak with an accent. Uh, actually... if you get an accent, you get an
2: accent. So, I prepared for this.
1: Oh, I'm sure you did.
2: (laughs) And, uh, because, you know, I don't want to let Brighton down. And, apparently, (laughs) uh, Ben-Hur was the first movie to, uh, do Do this. this. Yeah. And it just so happened that the character, that one of the characters was, had a British, like, a very thick British accent that he refused to get rid of. And it worked so well that they just kept doing it in old Hollywood. Uh... And I guess they never got rid of it. I don't know, I but yeah, I, I I see what you're saying, right? Like, like uh, you don't want to read subtitles, but yeah, I mean, I agree that it's like you
1: also wouldn't have a lot of the people being understand each other. I agree that it's like annoying. You're like, wow, these people are. It, this is like Germany, and they're all speaking and why are they all speaking English. But like, what else are you gonna do? You I mean, know? I just watched yeah.
2: Victoria. So like, you have Germans, you have someone from Spain. They all they both speak English. And then they're both, like, she's speaking Spanish throughout the course of the movie, and these German guys were speaking German to each other. That, that to me, was interesting, because they couldn't, like, there was a language barrier there. Uh, but, yeah, when you're, like, doing
0: Gladiator, well, I mean, you want to Hunt for Red October. We were talking about that earlier in this show. I mean, that show starts out in Russian, and, or that show. That movie starts out in Russian, and then they zoom in on the one dude's mouth, and he's speaking English, and you got Sean Connery, Playing a Russian sub commander, right. you know. I mean, it's they're just gonna plug an actor in and hope that he brings in the box office. Yeah. I mean, did you does does the hunt for red October lose anything with a Scottish guy being a Russian subcommander?
2: No, but I think Valkyrie definitely loses uh, like a lot where you have Tom Cruise. Yeah, have Tom Cruise uh, speaking like perfect, like you know, English. Is it because he's got an American accent? Well, everyone else in the movie is speaking like with a German accent, and he's not. If he had a
0: Scottish accent, though, you probably wouldn't mind as much. Don't you don't you talk bad about Tom
2: Cruise? We did a cruise, cruise
1: slam. We did a cruise movie. slam last episode. I thought that's actually funny. I'm not even a big Tom Cruise fan. You I watched. Uh, I can movies. I can guarantee you one thing: this this new Mummy movie he's going to be in is going to be horrible. Yeah. It well, looks, I just saw Jack Reacher
2: good. never back down. I, I don't know what it was called. Oh, Jack Reacher. We're going to talk about, about it. I, I but, because but here you are. I don't want to make <laughs> enemies with Tom Cruise. But yo, bud, what what was that business? Is it no good? Oh, it is. It is. Awful. Oh, it is awful. That's a shame. The first
0: one isn't... I've never seen the first one. I don't first understand The first one's like, not terrible, but it doesn't know what kind of movie it wants it to wants be. It wants to be
2: like The Firm, but he's an ass kicker.
0: I don't... Yeah, it wants to be like a law movie, but also a Jason Bourne this movie, movie is but like also a, an 80s action shoot em up Someone's
2: got like paternity tests going on in it. Like he well, may or may not, not have a kid. right now.
0: You ever see Maury Povich? That's what all the episodes are. Anyway. It,
2: you are not the father. <laughs> it,
1: it's awful. The movie... The lie detector detected that that was a lie. A, a, a,
0: but I mean, at least based, f- there's like 20 different Jack Reacher books.
2: books. Yeah, but at least in the first movie, I really like the fact that they cast Werner Herzog to be the villain. And I thought he was fantastic. Can't do
0: it with Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs>
2: but... Um, all right, well,
0: we no longer have time to play a game. Oh, well, what's half time? To- oh, come nope, on. You blew it.
2: What well, you were said to talk about? You were
1: talking. You what? said you weren't going to talk about Jack Reacher and you and you still talked about it. You
2: still snuck it in there. It infuriated me. <laughs> <laughs> it I, cut to the core I, of me. Yeah. I sat there and stared at the TV after I turned it off just thinking. All right. Um awful thoughts. Raise
0: random request?
2: Yeah. You got those. Right? No, was we it? talked oh, about the question. Questions. No. You have a question.
1: <sighs> I wasn't Don't. thinking I was gonna have to ask a question this week. Mm-hmm. You got one. Raise random week. Wequ- Ray, <laughs> you ruined it. Raise raid random ra- week. Wequ- <laughs> Raise reading. Hard is it,
2: Ray? <laughs> I'm not even gonna try anymore. Raise random <laughs> request. or starts Friday. Thursday. Can- uh, um.
1: <laughs> well, I guess I could have gone with Saturday, but. <laughs> I really don't have. I really don't have anything. I'm trying to think. Oh, you know what? When you were talking, oh, what is a movie that you saw that had its had a gimmick, like uh, the one take, or um, I'm trying to think of something else, like Hardcore Henry. Oh, yeah, has I was the, just thinking uh, about that when we were about. Has the POV earlier. thing. Mm-hmm. Um. There's another movie what, that does the POV thing the, yeah, too. What is? What's the
2: movie that James Cameron? Or no, James Cameron's wife. The, that sounds uh, such a What's sexist thing to say uh, the woman who won the Oscar for The Hurt yeah, Locker made a movie yeah. what is that movie she made where the guys were in like you're seeing point of view shots throughout the whole movie what is that movie it takes place like in the year, the year 2000 like a New Year's Eve it's Dark, a really Dark really City? good movie no it's 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 similar I'm gonna look it up keep talking sorry um, so that's one and it doesn't even have to be like a whole movie like, like I know oh Damn it.
1: Oh. I know that one uh oh, There's it. that one movie, what's it called? Uh The Brown Bunny. Yeah. Where Chloe Sidveni gives oral <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> she she gives uh she does a sexual act to to her uh boyfriend at the time in the movie and it's real. Like they re- she really does it. Oh. Oh, so it's um, what's so So that face? was like Who is was that? that was like the gimmick to see that movie like it's real, like it's an actual real act. And like Mm. it's one of those things where like it takes away from like the actual movie all, all anybody remembers is that from it so like name I have, him
2: I met that actor he pulled a gun on the homeless man when I met him
1: what? <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway uh
1: cause he directed the movie too I yeah, think right? he's
2: made by Buffalo 66 hang on oh that guy? <laughs> Vincent Gallo yeah Vincent Gallo met, he was uh at, there's this, there used to be this place in North Carolina this is like 10 years ago that would uh it's a big warehouse with old camera parts, and he was there, and... And you were there for some reason? Yeah, I was, like, there, like, looking for, like, old film camera parts, and for this, like, thing we were working on, and he, he like, pulled a gun, like a homeless man, who, was, like, came up to him and started asking for five dollars. I was like I'm not so talking to that guy he's really maybe nuts. the most
1: random fact ever on this show anyway wow.
2: Strange Days Allegedly is, Strange Days allegedly is, allegedly is the uh, <laughs> right. uh I'm not Charlie these things actually happen Allegedly uh, Strange Strange Days is the uh Catherine Strange Bigelow. Days oh yeah, thank
0: Catherine you God, I've never seen that I, had it. I never saw it either I never um, saw Dark City either I hear that's very good too
1: um but like a movie another movie would be uh Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow Yeah, was shot entirely like green screen just like like stuff like that, movies that like before you see it, there's like a there's a gimmick or like something a catch, that's tricking you, something to that's come tricking you into come yeah. see it, and like Sin City. Sin City was yeah, well I guess Sin City came out a little later, yeah. um, and that was more common then. Um, but yeah, but Sin City stuff like that, where like it trick you into going to go and see it, and did you like it or did, did it take away from
2: like I spit on from your the experience.
1: I spit on your, we're like, well I don't let's not name all the examples <laughs> because nobody's gonna have any have any uh, answers to the question. Oh, right. But yeah, that's my question this week. I have
2: answers.
1: All right. All right. Great.
0: Plugs, anything? No. No plugs. Matt, you're giving away your Netflix again?
2: Yeah. Uh, hit me up for my Netflix. Uh, follow me on Instagram, at Matt vitri. Uh, yeah. Ray and I are going to go to a... Uh, we're going to go floating.
1: Uh, oh, my friend did it and he was telling me all about it. What did he say? He said it was pretty cool. He did say that he did it for an hour and he thought it was a little too long.
2: Yeah, you kind of got bored. It's ninety minutes. Uh, to ninety me. minutes. Yeah, ninety minutes. But but like uh, the make time it floating. <laughs> yeah, but like you, when I did it, you lose track of all time, and it felt like he I was said, in there for
1: twenty five minutes. He said he didn't lose track of any time, and he felt like he was laying in water for that would an be hour. Be the worst. Yeah. Oh, he said man. it was cool, but like he said, he was like after forty
2: half hour, forty I, minutes. There's also another. I'm good. I get it.
0: There's also another
2: cool thing that we can go tr- uh, check out too. Uh, it's like freezing recovery. Oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've, heard, I've seen the so videos of that. So I, I, we I got offered
1: to do that for free as well. All right, I'll, to, I'll do that too. We'll go float what's, and then we'll that? go freeze. It's like you, you like stand in this thing and it's like crazy cold. Yeah, that philly- like, sounds terrible. Yeah, I've seen pictures of like celebrities doing like videos like, of celebrities uh, doing it. Like celebrities post on their Instagram pages of them like in it.
2: Don't be
0: distracted by the beautiful celebrities.
2: <laughs> yeah, a lady friend of mine uh, oh. has done it. Mm. firm handshake kind of girl, <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, maybe you rub a few elbows. You know, but yeah, I definitely do that. Yeah. All is right, and
0: this has been Matt and Ray <laughs> plans things, which yeah. is becoming a weekly segment. Yeah,
2: we're gonna start. You know, and maybe we'll like uh, post uh, some pictures on the on the website or the Facebook page or.
0: Yeah, here's a picture of the dark we're floating in.
2: Yes, here's a picture of the tank. All right.
0: Well, I oh, got. There we go. Uh,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. Cryo. Cryo.
0: Uh, can you just give me the money And I'll <laughs> just throw ice at you no. Um, Minus No, 245 degrees The ice is really <laughs> cold It's 32 um, Check us out at ThisWeekInFilm.com uh, Find us on all the social media things If you're listening to us we're On a podcast radio network You can check us out here every Wednesday night At 10 o'clock now um, we're on the Yeah anywhere you can find a podcast I guess that's about it.
1: Please bear with us if if we're absent for a week. Yeah, that's why we're. Two. That's why we're giving you these supersized episodes. Yeah, so you yeah. maybe you can watch, you know, listen to half of it and then listen to the other half the other day, you know.
2: Yeah. All right.
0: Um, well, if that's the end of the reel, who's this guy?
2: Oh no! What's happening? Should we should we cut or should we wait to see what this guy's doing? Nope. Let's uh. Let's what? let's play this out. Let's play this out. It's like an old lady. What's happening here? another oh, one of our fans that might be it. my mom she said she wanted to bring like brownies and what she's Special very brownies? happy we have a show <laughs> oh, yeah that means, um, um, well if oh, that's the end of the reel wait. <laughs> we'll see you next week on this week in film no <laughs> <laughs>